This episode was recorded on the homelands of the Darawal, Alari, and Wadiwadi peoples. We pay respects to the elders past and present and recognise this always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. They grew up in a different generation to us. You can't fix that. This is what I love. This is everything I could have ever wanted to do. Like, I am so happy knowing that I'm coming to work. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. That's exactly it. Just stop picking up random No! Boys. I'll keep picking up random <laughs> Yo, my name is Bobsy, and welcome to Real FM. You might remember my voice from the first step, and now I'm here, hosting the last step. It's been mad being able to share things about ourselves on this podcast and have been given the chance to speak about things we love. On the last episode of Real FM, we have someone who wants to marry food, someone who a lot of people look up to, someone who plays banger songs on the guitar, and two unique individuals that have a sphere case of the Zoomies. So here's our first convo. Her name is Sienna, and she's Where talking to Shanice, one of B.E.'s mentors. Sydney and cross from me. Sienna, the best person on earth, for real. Oh, for real? For is real. That, is that your last name? Like, best person on <laughs> earth, for real? Is that all? Or is like there a middle name in there somewhere? Oh, no. That's my first and then my last name, yeah. <laughs> no middle I don't, name. I don't have no middle name. What's something that you do or something that you see or something that you experience that you're like, when I do this, it makes me feel like the best? Eating pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Mrs. Italian. Yeah, yes. Um, I mean, I work at an Italian restaurant. Like that is very fair. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite pasta? Uh, beef ragu. Okay. Yeah. Ragu. Mm-hmm. Because look, I love pasta. I don't know all the types of pastas. I only know what I know. What's ragu? What does it look like? It's like fat, long strips, sort of. And then just beef and like a creamy sauce. Oh, that sounds so good though. I, I love pasta so much. So much. It's like my love. So like if you were handed a bowl of like pasta that wasn't that great, like if it was just like a little bit not cooked right, if it was still a bit hard, would you still eat it? Depends if I'm at a restaurant or not. Okay. Because if like somebody's cooked it for me, I'll eat it. Mm. But if I'm at a restaurant, they're professional. It's like they should know how to cook pasta. So I'm sending that shit back. Make it better. Yeah, you're. That's right. Because you've got to get what you pay for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's expensive. Like, no. I actually really want pasta now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of pizza tonight, can we get pasta? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you feel good in this generation of like young people? No. No? No. We are doomed. (laughs) It's the apocalypse. (laughs) I mean, it basically is. Have you heard about the Willow Project? No, I haven't. I think it's in Alaska and they're doing like oil mining and like all the animals are going to be killed. Mm. We're completely like, Mm. am I allowed to swear on here? (laughs) (laughs) We can bleep it. Okay. We're completely (laughs) Yeah. 
when it comes to society and like the community and how they think about young people, what's something that you would say to change their minds? I mean, I guess it depends on the young person for starters. Um, but in my opinion, you can't really change what they think because they've grown up in a different generation. Um, so you've just sort of got to slowly teach them like I teach my parents about like the LGBT and they grew up in a different generation to us you can't fix that no matter how much you want to Sienna really loves pasta but in all seriousness she shows that learning is key and that we should share that with people we care about we're gonna listen to Kayla who is a young adult but is also our youth worker at Central Youth Services. She's having a chat to Shanice. What was your first anime that you watched? Oh, I think it was Death Note. Oh, what? Or, no, it was Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, really? That's the one, and then it was Death Note. Seven Deadly Sins was like, I thought it was a bit mare at the start, like Meliodas' voice is a bit too high pitched for me. Um, Being cringy. <laughs> but I watched it both in dub and sub and I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's getting better. Um, but it just skyrocketed from there. I was, the new season came out last year and I was like, yes. <laughs> I've been waiting so long for it. Um, oh. But it was probably up there with my favourite. But yeah, and then it was Death Note after that and I really enjoyed the thrill of it and the psychoticness of the movie. <laughs> character and how he was like a protagonist and um, the antagonist is it? Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep, that's it. I, I love that. I love that always wanting to get rid of all the bad in the world but like doing it in the worst way you could probably do it. Yeah. What is something that society gets wrong about anime? I think people misinterpret anime as like one community of just a bunch of nerds nerding out. I mean it is, but <laughs> but it's not. Anime can be for anybody. They've got all different types of anime. Um, I think people just misinterpret the community. Um, and we're not all that scary and introverted. And some of us just want to talk about it for hours. Also, people misinterpret it as um, as like a kid's thing. It's not a kid's thing, it's an everyone thing. Growing up with it, like people watching Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Office series can branch off to movies, to different series, and going to Comic-Cons. I think the community is just so like wide-range, it's, it's amazing. People just need to start seeing it as a huge, happy community of amazingness. I think my favourite thing about being part of the anime community is watching, like, I do it all the time, I see people wearing anime merch and I'm like, I love your jumper, I love it, and it's like, that just starts a conversation of, oh, you've watched this? And like, what else have you watched? And it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. It's from personal experiences of growing up in a rough household. When I got older, I was like, there's all these places and support out there that I never knew about. So my goal is to just make young people aware that there are supports. 
I always knew I wanted to work with young people. Didn't know what age group, but young people. And then I got into it really young, and now that I work with young people, it's like, this is what I love doing. This is everything I could have ever wanted to do. Like, I get so happy knowing that I'm coming to work and to get to see all these familiar faces and help them out. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what got me into youth work, the passion for it, really. It really warms my heart, like, to have someone that's in youth work, not just in it to get money. Like, you're there, you're passionate for it. You've got. You wake up in the morning, and the first thing you think of is, what's everyone else up to? Like, what can I do? to help other people, at least that's what I think, it's like I get up, I don't want to stay inside, as much as I do sometimes, so I love anime and I like watching TV, I prefer to be out with people, I'm a very big people person, and I think that's what you need to be in community services, is to be a big people person, Yeah. young people, they have the best bullshit as well has ever seen. Um, if you're real with them and you can sit there and have a conversation without sugarcoating stuff, they're going to feel more obliged to trust you and to, to reach out. Since we recorded this series, Kayla is now the acting coordinator of the youth service, starting off helping out in drop-ins to now leading the place. She really has inspired us all with her determination of helping us youth. This next convo is with a bunch of crazy ass people. Their names are Ava and Lucky. Lucky didn't want to jump on the mic, but you'll be able to hear what he has to say. Bella, from our other apps, is also in this convo for a bit. The rings. Wait, where'd my ring go? The rings are from Pandora. Ooh. Yeah. Are you engaged now? Yeah. Yeah. To who? Shit. Bella. Oh. Get <laughs> <laughs> nah. But it's like. I will come to the wedding. I invited myself. I invited myself. I told you where the wedding is. It's in that though. Nah, I was just playing Solomon, mate. Oh. You don't know where. How old are you, Ava? I'm 17 this year. I'm a big girl. And what are you doing at the moment? You're just... Sleeping. Oh. Yeah. Are you, like, sleep talking? And yeah. Yeah, right yeah. now? Yeah. My eyes are open. I can see everyone, but I just... I'm just dead. <laughs> yeah. What is something that makes you happy? Like, Bella. <laughs> that's nice. What do you love about Bella that makes you happy? Well, she's just... Been there for me ever since I was in high school. Fourth day in, in high school, I saw Bella. I thought she was the biggest <laughs> and I was so scared of her. And then, what's it called? I think I met her at the canteen once and she came up to me and she was like really lovely to me. We became close and then my brother knew her. So like, of course I'll start talking to her more because my brother knew her. Yeah. What do you love about music? Because I can tell that you like music because of your shirt. Unless She can sing. Can she? What do you like about singing? Um, I don't know how to explain it. It just kind of lifts up my mood. Yeah. Instead of like me sitting alone. What's your first memory of like singing? When I was like, <laughs> I actually got a video if you want to see it. As you as a little kid or like, <laughs> really? Oh, no. no way. Oh. 
say again. How old were you in that video? Like little, little? Probably about seven, eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Aww. Cause my voice doesn't sound the same as when I was younger. Hmm. Like I don't sound cute anymore. <laughs> the Justin Bieber sort of thing, how like, you know, he yes. was like, you know, babyish voice. And then baby, he had this baby, <laughs> turn. Baby. Ew! Ew! <laughs> Yuck, that's chatty. What is that? Cleaning his glasses. What is- Just, no, just stop picking up random no, I'll keep picking up random <laughs> It's like one of those push-pull signs that are above a door handle. Yuck! Look at- <laughs> I don't know where that cootie shit has been. Yeah, look at- You lick it! Okay. <laughs> he actually like licked it! Tastes like metal. It's metal! <laughs> yeah, some metals taste different! Pumpkin. <laughs> you heard a hole in your boot the other day. I thought that was still. Oh wow, that's an actual. Uh, that is a big hole in the bottom. Yeah, I said that's molten metal. I think you might need to get some. Um... No, it's still good. He's showing me a video, and I would describe what's going on, but I have no idea what's going on. Oh my gosh, it is actually. That's amazing. Yeah, see that molten metal? That's yeah. what. I, that's what it stepped in. Okay, that makes sense. Show me, show me. What's like? It looks like a big bucket. <laughs> Crucible. Yeah, giant pot full of thermite. Thermite, and then we light it on fire and it just bursts into flames. <gasps> that we well. We set fires. Ah! Thermite. Hey. I thought you just used the rod and you just. Look, tap it. To be honest, I thought you were actually driving on the trains and then like you were just like a- No, I'm no a not worker. the trains. Ah, oh, track worker. I actually think- Oh, talking about that, I'm doing my course next week. That lets me handle explosives. Oh, that's cool. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's a bit scary oh. though on their part. Holy dooly. What do you love about um, scary movies? The, the tension it gives you. Like the way it's like- they just pop out of nowhere. So you like the things that like surprise you? Yes. <laughs> it's like the worst bit in the movie, but I love it. What's your favorite memory of watching like a scary movie? Um, I was at my mate's house, right? And oh, there's a video of it, I have it. And I forgot what movie it was, but there was like this old camera Polaroid picture or something like that. Yeah. And they were flicking through the slides on it. and. It was, it was so okay. It was like, okay, plus the first bit. And then you get to like the third slide and this random dude just pops out and you're not expecting it. And I sh myself. Like I oh. full on sh myself with my <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just sat in that. <laughs> yeah. I need to keep myself warm. Is it gooey? Yeah. Keep my butt warm, dude. <laughs> I don't know how much to include of that sh but um, <laughs> <laughs> going to the movies on the first day is a bad idea because you don't get a chance to get to know them because you're too busy focused on the movie. That's I agree. That's that. true though. Yeah, but like I would honestly, what sounds better is just chilling at home watching a movie with your date. Yeah, but if you got like a short attention span, it won't go very well. Then you have a short attention span. Ah, that's why. I feel like we've only touched the surface. Like, I feel like I've just tripped over and scraped my knee. That's how deep this conversation has got. Just get a new one. Just get a new knee? Just get a new knee? Yeah. Okay. How are you going to do that? Surgery? That's what my mate's doing. To get a new knee? Yeah, he scraped it. Because he <laughs> scraped his knee, he's going to go get a new one. He's going into surgery and get a new knee. Oh, jeez. 
All right, I'm gonna stop recording and then we'll go find Bella. <gasps> and pizza. Oh my God. Pizza! Now, this last convo is with a good mate of mine. We go way back and his name is Ben. He'll be jumping on the mic and we'll be chatting to a lot. Wanna be his mentor. So, you know, is Ben. How old are you? 19. A TAFE last year, right now just working currently. I did sound production. What was that like? I was expecting a lot more in the studio just, and more towards like songwriting sort of stuff, but it was actually like anything you can think of to do with sound, including movies and ads and live production. I was not expecting to do live production either. It's not like school, is it? No, God, no. Oh, no, absolutely not. It was so diverse. And the age group was different too. I was like in the middle usually. It was a completely different experience. I would not have changed a thing about it. You gotta say you, you got a little passion for music, right? I absolutely love it. What drives you to have that passion? Right now, unfortunately, I don't have much of a drive. I don't have much of compulsion to play guitar except for doing stuff for this. One of the first songs I particularly found a challenge in, um, it was a Linkin Park song, Numb. That was the first song I picked up that had a percussion. Yeah. And getting the percussion now was just like, what is going on here? I can't do anything. <laughs> For a while there, I was obsessed with Doom Eternal. Like, we knew it was coming, because I told my brother, he's just, he li- his face just lights up, and I was obsessed for three months after the game came out. It was, it was awesome. I went to the game like three or four times before this to you know, get good, and I was getting pretty good at it. And then cranked out to the, the max setting, which is called Ultra Nightmare. It's one life, and that's it. So if you die once, you restart the whole game. So you start from ground zero, you start with just the shotgun, and you work your way up progressively and you get you gain guns and other abilities but you can get all the way to the final boss which is and it's a long game it's like it's a huge game the last boss is just a big goliath dude if he kills you you're back at square one to be fair you're very powerful at by the end of that game but like at that point you are you're stuffed and you're you are fuming That's a ridiculous <laughs> question. Oh, God. Um, any anime, any character. I like the character development of Naruto. Naruto himself. Actually, I take that back, actually. I'd rather be Sasuke. I'd rather be Sasuke. I'd rather be Sasuke. That's actually another. Dog, brooding, kind of quiet. Kind of keeps himself a lot. It's just, like, kind of personifies me in a bit. I like the idea of it, and it's just like the way of it's such a mysterious character. It's like, you know, he's called he's called the Shadow Hokage for a reason. It's like, you know, no one knows much about him. He's just sort of like a secret weapon. I like the idea of just sitting back, just like watching everything happen. So who do you reckon would be your favorite character in the back of the Yet again, I'm going to ask you a tough question. Who's your favorite? <laughs> Obviously, answer would be Levi because oh, he's just a say, badass. Don't say Levi. We're going to throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, the obvious answer is Levi because he's just the coolest. Just the idea, like, as soon as he, as Eren turned into the, his Attack Titan form, that actual form of, okay, wait, hang on, what's happening here? It's just like the, the intrigue. It's just like, why is this happening? What's going on? Why is he different than everything else? Why is there this massive Titan here? Why is this one that's completely bulletproof? What's going on? And then the more Titans came through, it's just like, okay, there's other going on here that's not underlying what's going on. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's exactly it. That's exactly it.
what, what's, what's one thing you really want to get out of this podcast? This is going to be a life of fire question. What's one thing you really want to get out of the podcast? Hmm. My main goal in life right now is to go live in Japan and do some stuff with music editing and stuff over in Japan. So to get my slight you know, experience up in the field and stuff and job locations, apprenticeships, just work, even as done, paid a little bit, just experience is experience and I'll take whatever I can get right now. So this, when I heard that UT was doing a podcast and they want me to record stuff and we're doing live production stuff, who are, the artists are insane and I'm an artist myself, recording opportunities out the wazoo right now. So I'm just, I'm, yeah, no brainer. So this is, right now, this place is life. That's it for Real FM. Hope you had an insight on our craziness, our seriousness, and our realness. People who made today's podcast are myself, Sienna, Kayla, Ava, Lucky, Ben, Shanice, Elias, Chris, Emma, Dan, and Valentina. The music you heard in today's podcast is being made by Ben Gritcher. Lucas Yu, Chris D'Souza, and also Kevin McLeod. Thank you to the gang at Central Youth Service for being our proud partners and also offering space where Real FM is made. Real FM and the Kaima Resilience Project is produced by Beyond Empathy and is funded for the Children and Youth Wellbeing Recovery Initiative ran by Regional New South Wales. And this is Bobsy signing off Real FM. Thanks again for listening to all the fun and the realness that is real FM.